What's up, my tribe of 12? Eric Kaiser, my spiritual awakening podcast, where I have let y'all follow along in what I call life. And the more I surrender to God's process, the more unexplainable things keep happening and this episode's kind of special to me. It's another shift point in my life. There's something going on right now that I could not have predicted or seen coming if I had a crystal ball. I'm going to tell you all a little story. It's pretty much it's a love story, right? And we know how a lot of love stories just have have endings that at the time they don't feel good right they don't make any sense but I was really hard on myself for a long time up until recently talking to this person again um, you know when I was what 36 Hope I got that right. And if I didn't, don't get mad at me. Um, I'm pretty sure I was 36. Wait a second. I can figure this out in a second. All right, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that number. But I started dating a girl who was half my age, <laughs> and I couldn't explain the attraction back then but for some reason and don't get me wrong this is before my total mental collapse total thrown in the towel to life total you know I still had some fight in me and I was still willing to dig deep and have to do whatever I had to do to make things happen, right? Because I always had that entrepreneur spirit, you know? But in this relationship, her parents were very well off. Her dad did very well. You know, her mom made out very well from that. And she was in another relationship that her now husband, he, you know, wasn't a multimillionaire or anything, but didn't do bad. And, uh, you know, I didn't have to, it was the first time in my life that I really had no stress and no worries besides really loving somebody and trying to help them get through their life's process with the least amount of bumps. And during the relationship, you know... <laughs> When I met her, I had a five-bedroom, 4,000-square-foot party palace, right? I had friends who were all, all young as shit at the time, you know? 18 up to, like, you know, in their 20s. I was having fun, Right? But when me and Brooke, so throw it the hell out there, 
we're together. I started making changes. Like I wanted to be sober. I wanted us to have a great relationship. And we did. When we were sober, we had the same likes, the same interests, the same common goals. She was born in Jersey. You know, like things made sense. The only thing that didn't make sense was a huge age gap, which honestly, I never looked at it as like a horrible thing because of the headspace I was in. But now that I know everything I know about life, I don't look at it as horrible anymore. Basically what happened was, you know, you had a mother who, and no offense to her mom, but... She allowed Brooke way too much freedom and just got her whatever she wanted. She was that mom that the kids could go party at the house. She would buy the alcohol. You know what I mean? Which I hope we all realize that that is not proper parenting. <laughs> but I have no judgment against anybody because who the hell knows what she was going through in her headspace around that time. You know, she going, had a divorce and, you know, that stuff's rough, you know. As people, we don't always handle that stuff that well, especially if you're not in the right headspace. If you're sleeping, you're screwed, right? The only reason I can handle my separation so well and make sure it goes over very, very well is because I get how it all works. And even though Brooke keeps shushing me every time I say that she controls it all, everybody has to understand that your tempo, let's just say your tempo, let's just say... Is this not a great way to live, right? The, what, what I'm trying to paint you, like caring about yourself and caring about other people and only reflecting love, is that not, like, does that not make sense to everybody that that's the way life should be? And I'll, I always throw breadcrumbs out there that the only reason your life isn't going that way is because of the pollutants in your body. You're just, you're screwed right now. But back to the, back to the love story. I've really cared about this girl. <laughs> really, 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 really did. And we made the mistake of going down and seeing my dad. Bad habits came back in, watching my dad drink away and drink away. And me and her decided to go get a bottle of vodka. And we hadn't drank for a long time. Well, I got so effed up that... I don't know, somehow I peed all over my dad's walls. Like, I don't even know how to <laughs> how that happened still to this day. But, you know, he was pretty pissed off at me. And I remember that really hurt because, come on, bro. <laughs> Dad, come on, really? You've been there a thousand fucking times, you know? But long story short, Brooke who might be turning out to be my, my twin flame, I guess that'll get uncovered when we see each other because the weird thing about a flame connection, you just know. And, you know, there's always an attachment there, I can't lie. I always thought about her. I always did a little check-in and looked her up on Facebook to make sure she's all right. And I didn't realize, you know, I let our relationship end kind of on bad terms, but I didn't realize what was going on behind the scenes, but, you know, long story short, at that time we drank at my dad's, you know, I have a habit of freaking pushing women to the point of 
punching me in the face. I've had that habit my whole life. That's the reason why I don't blame any of them who actually teed off and took a shot at it. I was asking for it. I didn't like myself. Right? I'll get deeper into that after the whole Brooke thing, but I just I didn't like myself with being with Brooke. I started to. You know, I started getting back in the gym. I started really doing the personal development side, but I can't lie, I I'd never felt totally secure because she was so young. I knew what she's she was gonna go through. You know, and the problems started to come. But what hurt me the most was her mom almost treated me as like a guardian, you know? Told us that we could have a, have her house in Florida, bills paid, this, that. Do what you gotta do, start up a window tent business, whatever, and I was, I was ready. And Brooke said something to me today that, yeah, I was planning on. I thought me and Brooke were gonna get married, even though she was that young. The connection that we had was, it was it was crazy just a lot in common like a lot very active people never liked to sit still we were always doing something but you know all great things come to an end and Brooke was young and she was a amazing cheerleader and her mom you know her mom was that mom like everybody the ego parents who kind of push your kids to do things that really might not be your kid's dream. It's more of your dream and you want to be the parent to look at the other parents and say, my daughter got into University of Hawaii, you know? So that was it. Like the plans that we had went from tough shit. She's moving to Hawaii, <laughs> you know? And it caused, it caused a bad ripple, but Everything happens for a reason, and the time at my dad's house, and Brooke teed off, you know, I made a stupid ego mistake and called the cops like a dipshit. I had a warrant in Florida. I called the cops on basically myself, right? That's how whacked out of my mind I was. And so was she. So we both get locked up. I was able to bow myself out very quickly, and this is the time I really gave up on my father. You know, I went back to my dad's place. You know, I knew I acted like a fool. He wasn't there. He had to go back to Jersey, and uh, I knew where the key was. So I was trying to reach out to him, and he didn't have any service because he's up in Tennessee. But. When he got service, he basically told me to get the fuck out of his house or he's going to call the cops on me and have me arrested. And, you know, I left my dad a letter that day that he never read, but I wish he would have because it was every piece of pain that I had inside of me from growing up, you know, to the point of the bullshit where I got accused of rape when I was 18 and I was already thinking about killing myself. You know, life is... It's a tricky lesson. And for the people who aren't taking the lessons learned and changing your life, you're being very selfish. But again, I made a mistake and 
was pretty much the final nails in the coffin for our relationship. She doesn't remember, but we were kind of still talking. And uh, I remember the day that I felt guilty about loving her. And I started to shut it off because Brooke was trying to make the decision of almost not going Hawaii. I'm running away with Eric. <laughs> That's that, and me knowing that that was not the right thing to fucking do. You know, I'll never forget I was standing in the garage, and her stepfather, Ron, looked at me for the first time. You know, I've been around these people all the time. It was okay to live in their house with her. Everything was fine. They look at me and basically call me a fucking pedophile. You know? And... That hurt, because <laughs> it wasn't the first time. <laughs> Somebody else's father kind of said the same shit to me. And then after it was all said and done, I asked people that I knew, you know, was I really that in the wrong in that, in that relationship? And they were, they were like, yeah, dude, it's pretty, pretty jacked up. But now I look back, and really, why should... Why should we ever, besides for the mass programming that happens on this planet, why should two people not be together because of age, right? Because when you finally understand that it's all just a program, you know, I understand that Brooke is way younger than me, right? But I also understand now that none of that matters if you understand how the game is played. Because at the end of the day, it's all about just your true happiness. Nobody else on this planet, nobody, not your parents, not your brothers, not your cousins, not Ron at the fucking gas station, nobody opinion should matter when it comes to your happiness, to what you want to do with your life, to what your passion is, to any of that stuff. I'm so sick of people freaking doing what their parents want them to do and then they live their lives miserable as shit, right? I mean, Brooke, we're talking about her passion. She's talking about advertising. I'm like, no, that's not your passion. <laughs> but I really like it. No, trust me, it's not your passion. It's not your purpose. It's not why you're here. And then I was able to dig out of her. You know, she's like, well, I would like to work with couples about sex. That is amazing because you know what? I didn't tell her this, but me and my ex, well, more me, you know, Carla was more of the jump on the bandwagon type of person. But I started talking about starting up a service that was a subscription service that you sent couples directions of things that they need to do in a relationship to keep it spicy, to keep it fun. And it's crazy that Brooke said that because what I just say the other day about building empires, right? And everything I know about the Twin Flame Union and the age gaps and the way it all works. Now, I don't know where any of this is going, but she needs my help right now. And it just happens to be at the same time that she needs my help. I'm going through crap in my apartment complex that they won't reduce residents rent over us not being able to use our balconies for a whole entire summer. Like I did not sign a lease with those agreements 
And if they don't want to discount it, well, I didn't pay my rent this month. And I'm okay with going to eviction. Like I told them. I was like, but I promise you, put that piece of paper on my door again. I'm going to walk to every single door and knock. Every one. And I will be the voice for this whole entire place. And I will stack a courtroom with people on the day I have to go. I haven't got anything on my door yet. That could also be me just manifesting free rent, right? When you really realize who you are and how powerful you are and how powerful your mind is, I'm not going to lie. That's been that's been a very big thought of mine, you know, because I don't like being taken advantage of by any system at all. And, you know, damn well not going to be taken advantage by an apartment complex. But anyway, it's funny how this is all going down because Brooks lives in another state. She's ready to throw in the towel on things where she's at. And she needs a fresh start. And I just happen to be coming out of this situation. And to be able to help her, it's going to be very hands-on. And this is where, people, you need to learn to always keep your heart chakra open in your life. Because, you know, the way me and Brooke's relationship ended because of her age and her maturity level, it wasn't... <clears throat> it wasn't... <clears throat> it wasn't very good, right? But I also didn't realize that behind my back, there was somebody else using my old Facebook account to say just rude shit to her all the time. And I didn't realize that. And I apologize for someone else's behavior on that level. Um, you know, what am I saying, right? Like, as you go through life... <clears throat> see that throat shocker getting clogged up? As you go through life and you make these connections... So I'm telling you, you should never... Never look at anything as totally finished that... That you allowed into your process because you're you're putting it there. Right? Everything that you're experiencing is your experience that you're creating. Right? And let me break that down in layman terms so you're not like, well, what? What? Like I know this gets really confusing for a lot of people who are sleeping. But let's just break it down this way. If if I didn't let that relationship happen, then I wouldn't be making this podcast right now, correct? So I created the relationship, which created all the way to here. You kind of follow me. We create it all. Our actions, our thoughts, our emotions, our behaviors, right? Just like what she's going through. So at any given time, you can make the choice, right? You can you can make the decision to change it. And the second she does, that's her manifesting the next steps of her life. That's her changing her future. Now, could she do it where she's at? Could she just flip the switch? Until you get spiritual and you get inside of yourself... And you really realize that you're the biggest problem of them all? No, it's impossible. Because the problem is you're stuck in a situation with the same type of personality. And y'all are just going to keep running around a hamster wheel 
until either somebody dies, right? It just ends in total just explosions, right? Which causes chaos and bad co-parenting. Remember, I'm very big on the whole co-parenting thing. Like, I never want to see another parent ever on this planet by the time I'm done. And I'm serious. Like, everything I've been talking about for years and years and years is coming to light. I'm watching myself manifest other people in this country to take on the fight. Because already in Illinois, they're fighting for 50-50 custody. That every parent, and that's the way it should be. Man and woman make a baby. Man and woman should take care of the baby. Not, hey, you get weekends. It's bullshit. Men, step up. Stop being pussies. I'm doing it. I don't even have a damn license. Anyway. Sorry. I get a little passionate about the whole parenting thing. I've been through it all. I've been through it. Remember, I have kids that I still can't see. And anyway. <laughs> so... What am I saying right this second, right? Like, am I scared to death to take this, take this leap of faith? I can't say scared to death, right? Because unfortunately, and Brooke, you don't really know what this means, but I, I had already surrendered to God. So I had already said, whatever you present to me, I am going to see it through to the best of my ability. So what's happening right now, right? Somebody who I cared about dearly needs my help. So once you realize how it all works, it's pretty much me putting that situation in my life, right? <clears throat> but I know from everything I know now that if I go into that situation which is an open heart with no attachments, with no outcomes, right? If I just hand it all my love, there's only one thing that's going to happen. She's going to get the help she needs. And that's what's important to me. Sorry, the trail's a little bit busy today, but, you know, it's kind of like I let her know because I know how it is to get in that headspace, you know. You think jumping here, jumping there, jumping here, jumping there, and, you know, I had to make it very clear, and I know you're going to hear this, bro, because I'm going to send it to you, that, you know, I need this to be just no attachments at all because of where I'm at in my headspace spiritually that... I am going to do one thing. I am going to offer it all the love I have inside myself to help her. And if it leads to anything romantic, it does. But going in, I'm going into this strictly platonic. Because we will have to move in together to make this really, really happen the way it needs to. I understand that. Pretty sure she understands that. I know her parents are going to understand that because we've all battled our demons, you know. We all have a lot in common as a collective for all of us. And I hope that bringing my energy into their collective and the things that I know, well, it'd be amazing if I could just help everybody, you know. 
So, what does the future hold? Might hold a move to home assassin, and you know, I'm gonna have to talk to Carla and work out a visitation schedule where it's two weeks on, two weeks off. So, I'm gonna fly the kids in and out, or we'll go up there, drive back. However, I gotta do it to make things work. I will, it'll only be for a few months, and then we would probably relocate back to the Atlanta area. I'm not putting my life coaching on hold, anything like that. I'm not going to stop trying to help people with addictions. If anything, this is going to amplify it. You know, this is going to make me even deeper, but I am going to write my book. Because for this to work, I'm going to need a lot of focused time. So I don't want to get too strapped up in the world of worrying about taking on a ton of clients, you know, maybe a few at a time, but helping her is the most important thing to me at this present moment. And if people understand the present moment, you know, it's a pretty big deal. I don't like seeing people in pain, especially people who I had a very deep attachment to. And still had that attachment. I don't know, you know. It's it's a process, people. But the deeper you get into the process, the more you will realize that you're controlling a lot of the process. <laughs> so, if that makes sense to any, and I hope it does, you know, just always keep your heart open for anybody. You know, because... What if that was you, you know? What if that was you with the problem? What if that was what if that was me? What if that was me needing help? You know? That's the way I look at it. At some point in time, we all need help. You know? I reached out to family that kind of kind of blew me off and that was the one thing I thought about like there's going to come a day that you're going to need my help except I'm not going to act like you did I'm going to have an open heart I'm going to help anybody I can that goes for anybody here in this podcast you truly truly need help PM me you'll find out how quickly money really doesn't affect my life at all like if you need like somebody to be there just PM me. Well, my vibe tribe, it's 1222. That's what's going on in my life right now. Keep everybody posted on how everything plays out. But, uh, let me jump off. As you can tell, like, my, you can tell I'm just like, I'm like taking all this in. And the only reason I am is just, I know, right? I've been knowing. I've been knowing that I'm, I'm creating all this somehow. And I'm in the parts of my life where it's all about healing myself. So as much as Brooke needs healing, I probably need some healing somewhere in there too, Right? Because unless you're just going through life bullshitting everybody that you have a connection with, right? Unless you're like totally bullshitting them, 
that when any of them situations come to a halt, there's always some healing to do. And I never really liked the way ours came to a halt. I really didn't. Really didn't. So I hope everybody has a fabulous day. I'm not even going to listen to this one because I didn't bring my headphones today. But I do have video to shoot about meditation. So make sure you check it out. Eric, new you guru at Facebook. And on YouTube, it's just Eric Kaiser. And I love y'all. Peace out.